All right, everybody. It is Sunday, August 28th, and it's me and Diggs broadcasting from his porch. So, with no further ado, let's get the show started. Follow us on Spotify, follow us on Getter and True Social, at Totally Corrupt is our handle. So, no further ado, let's get this start party started. Here we go. Dude, this is the captain speaking. Appreciate How do you like that uh, uh, loan forgiveness for uh, people that took college loans? Oh, the ten thousand uh, dollars? It could be twenty. Really? For some people. Do you got any college debt that's going to affect you? No, but I hear we're going to have to pay for it. I mean, yeah, like, we're going to have to pay for it. At least our grandchildren will. Well, I chose not to go to college. And uh, I got a job, and I paid taxes, and I love it how they think everything's going to be free. Like uh, Obamacare, uh, debt forgiveness is on loans. You're just transferring it. And the thing is, the people that they're transferring it to are white-collar people that are expected to make more money over their lifetime than guys like me and you right well what does that put college how does that weigh weigh out like if you're going to get free education it, it well, all of a sudden becomes less challenging and less competitive well also it makes it makes college basically um they can raise their prices now well, you don't think they're not going to raise their prices because now they're guaranteed to make up to make up for the ten thousand. Absolutely. So, Elizabeth Warren, um, Pocahontas, or so. Yeah, Pocahontas. Um, she graduated from Harvard, and she did two um, classes, one day class. She got paid four hundred thousand dollars last year. Or for, this year. For one class. For two classes. Two classes. Two hundred grand each class. For like one day or like No, a for whole like an semester. hour. Maybe maybe four hours. I don't know. It's not like an eight hour shift. But and then she goes, I can't believe college is so expensive. And I'm like, Well, they just paid you eight hundred. They just paid you four hundred grand to uh, speak for two to maybe eight hours. And you, you're an alumni. Shouldn't you go back and like give your time, tell people how you got there, rather than be like, hey, I'll come back here if the price is right. You know what I mean? So this, this college bailout is basically like what we did for Wall Street. I the think banks. That, I think there's a way that they're gonna like, on the back end for like colleges, how they tax universities who's and shit. paying that tax we are who's but, paying that tax no, no, the, the universe listen year, to me listen listen the universities the they way don't that pay they, that tax they 
trust me, that I think that there's a back end way that they're going to get this ten thousand dollars back. So it sounds great on paper, but it's like I don't. Th- I, they got to get that money back somehow. They're getting it from your pocket and my pocket. So everybody's collective pockets so, around. So instead of like starting college fund for your kid, you're it's just you're doing it for every kid based on your taxes. Well, it's forced college savings. If there's a guarantee. If there's a guaranteed bailout that happened one time, what's the incentive? Because in actuality, college is just too expensive. And colleges could do without raising tuition over the cost of inflation. They've always outpaced inflation when they raise their tuition. What do you think about the idea of... And they teach you how to basket weave. Yeah, right. But what do you think about the idea of just trade schools and community colleges being free? I think that's great. Two years community college free. You want to go to a four-year? That's where the mic is. If you want to go to a four-year, then um, that's on you. But you can go to a two-year, and if you want to get a master's degree, great. You want to get a psychology degree, great something you can actually make money where when you graduate you're expected to make more than that guy that went to the trade school right and uh so you should have to pay back your loan you signed a agreement i've i've had auto loans you've had auto loans um i i it's not like i sign an auto loan and then uh say Two months later, it's like, I'm keeping the car, but I'm not making any payments. Somebody's going to come with a tow rig, grab my car. It's not going to be my car anymore because I didn't pay for it. I didn't pay for your education. Why should it be passed on to other people that chose to go to trade schools, who chose to pay off their college loan? are paying for their daughters and sons that are in college now and uh, we're sitting back and not realizing that you're going to piss off a a lot of Americans. A lot of people are like hey I already took care of my uh, I knew how much college was going to cost so we didn't take these vacations and I sent my daughter or son through college and uh I think it should. I think. I think. I think higher education. It's it's called higher education for a reason. Like it should be. You apply. You are selected from a group of many. Only the, you know, the, most qualified should attend, and people get a loan for it, and they pay for this high level education. And and listen, it's listen. I know. I know different college, community college versus university, different rates. But you know what? There's a different level of people because it's filtering them out by how much you pay and how smart you are. That's why college is prestigious. You pay a lot of money. If you're really smart, you go to Harvard. College ain't prestigious anymore. As soon as they got into this equity... They teach the wrong thing. No, well, yeah, true. But they also uh, cut a lot of Asians because there's too many Asians represented in college... That's a that's a CCP spy op, dude. I'm not joking. I'm just saying. There's a lot of exchange students from China. No, 
Well, I'm just saying or, or not even the exchange. naturally born Asians not, here. Not, I'm not, not trying to do a conspiracy. Thing. I'm telling you, I'm this just Asians what's are smarter. Their culture, their culture the makes them study. Most impressionable people in the whole world are college students. The most impressionable. You're becoming which an adult. ones? Which ones? All of them. Well, there are some that go there. There and they're CCP like, is at no, every no, no. every higher yeah. level true. education level. Okay, true give that to you but there are some kids that are just smart they're going to become doctors lawyers of course and uh there's a lot of people coming out of college and they can't tell the tell you the two countries that are bordering the united states i mean where what if the motherfucker can put my heart back together i don't care if he no, no 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 Idiot. i'm not i'm not saying that the doctor can obviously Say that, but the one, the one that went into gender studies and wonders why they can't get a job. Yeah. The whole premise of college is that you come here and you invest so much money, you're gonna. Equity there's studies. There's an industry for you. There's no industry for yeah. gender studies. No, there's not. That's psychology, and psych. I call the average psychologist and ask them how much they make. It's just your opinion with some like ground rules. Well, I, still a free country. I I paid some psychologists. I thought I had depression at a couple times in my life, and so I finally got a psychologist, and I took pills, and I realized no, I I think everybody has depression. You just got to learn how to deal with it. Right. You I know? agree with that. I agree. I agree. I don't want too. somebody. Stabbing me in the arm with a Fauci ouchie, or uh, ha- having me take pills twice a day to regulate my mood. I I don't agree with that. I uh, yeah, you need to figure out how to regulate yourself. That's part of life. It, you don't need pills. No, it's it's what any athlete would say is that hey, yeah, we're all fucked up a little bit. Just figure out the healthiest course for you, and it's like that. That that guy that's trying to do the U.S. Open tennis, and uh, they won't let him in. And he's the best player in the world. They won't let him in because he refuses to get the jab. Yet everybody's going to sit up. in the uh, stands with no masks. Half of them are jabbed. Half of them are aren't. But he can't per- participate. That's that. I mean, you're the Major League Baseball this year. There was a team. Kansas City Royals, by the way, uh, couldn't half the team couldn't go to Canada. This just happened this season. They couldn't go to Canada because they weren't vaxxed and because Canada has one baseball team up there. And when you go play the Toronto Blue Jays, half your team may not be able to show up if they decide not to get vaxxed. That's not a major league. The, the ma- baseball, America's pastime, is actually probably the closest to the pulse of reality of America than anything else like you baseball fans because it's a good mix of democrats and republicans you're there for the game and it's all like-minded people that are like they like numbers they like home runs they you like want to see outs. a good game yeah you want to see a good game and you want to see something wanna amazing see something to get blown out you want to see great plays you want to see you want to be excited plays right just like any sport but baseball's different I swear to God, I, I think it has something to do with, like, the numbers aspect because I think, like, you get some, like, obsessive-compulsive people about, like, stats. Like, those, that's the people that follow baseball. 
you know, and they like exciting shit. The home run excites people. A, a strike, a Randy Johnson, 102 mile an hour strikeout. People are into that. Remember when he took out that bird? Yeah, yeah. It was just a poof, just just Boom. feathers everywhere. YouTube that shit, people. I mean, all right. You know what upsets me? What? And this isn't half. I'm not directing this hate towards you, because I actually have a big beef. But your first thing to mind, big story, was the ten thousand dollar thing. Okay. You know what the biggest story of the week was? What? What? What was the biggest story? Think about it for a minute. Oh, the Marlago? That was last week. Yeah, this and week. I like the redaction of the affidavit. to David. I, I haven't mean, it, seen it. It was that. more. It, it, it looked like the uh, printer just went crazy and black like put black spots all over half of the affidavit. David. And it's like, so why were you there? Exactly. I mean, from what we tell the people, see. Trump wants you to tell them. Tell them why you came. Was it to get Hunter Biden laptop shit out of Mar-a-Lago? I don't know. It's not, sounds China, like the, China Joe shit out of Mar-a-Lago that he had proof on it. Spying, the proof of the spying on his campaign. I'm sure he has proof of all of the bullshit that he went through, the impeachments, everything, and that's what he kept. And he declassified him as president, as he should, because he is the sole authority on what's classified and what's not. I bet you money. It's a cover-up. You know, what happened. you know what happened. The National Archives, some librarian got very upset. Like, I want this paper, that paper, this paper, that paper. And uh, they... Anybody want to want to talk about how many documents Obama has at his private residence now? Or uh, Bill Clinton? George Bush? I mean, seriously. These guys all have clearance. So if Authority they... Authority to declassify shit. Yeah. And uh, Obama was supposed to put all that paperwork that he had on um, digital, um, com- you know, the computer, the internet, whatever. I mean, I think, uh, uh, what's his name, invented it? It was, oh, Jesus Christ. But um, there's... Let me stop you right here. The most Im- important news story of the week, the most important, was that it was the one-year anniversary of Kabul... Afghanistan, 13 service members who got fucking blown up. That happened Friday, August 26, 2021. Guess what? It's 2022. And I am personally offended by Donald Trump not mentioning it once on, on True Social. Not once. I was so fucking mad. Because you know what I did this weekend? I ran a fucking the Hood to Coast Marathon and my first leg, which was 7.25 miles, I ran with a fucking American flag the entire way. Those guys have a hard job. That was the least I could do, especially on a day like that. But it just upsets me. I don't know if you've been watching the news, because I haven't. I've been doing Hood to Coast for the past couple days. I've been watching the news. Did Fox mention it? Did anybody mention it? Well, 
the people I follow on YouTube did. They like who? did. Like who? Like um, who? Who, who? Who talked about it? I think it was like Fox in the Morning with a Peter Ducey's dad. Gotcha. Okay. You know, and I mean, they brought it up. Um, but anybody else I, I, in the I past think, two days? Because I've been I think out. Tucker no did. cell phone I service. think Tucker did. Who? Carlson. Tucker. Tucker Carlson did. I think he did. Okay. But. But but your your observation, most people didn't make a big deal out of it, including Trump. Well. I know MSNBC and CNN didn't say a word of it. I know you're not on the social media, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you, I looked through Trump's, we would call, used to call tweets. Now they're truths. Okay. Truth well, social. I looked at all of it. All it was, it was about the FBI bullshit. He was. And other uh, he was Congress pres- people that he's proud that, that yeah. went through. That's he, it. He was president. For uh, four years, he has a president for two. I know, um, but he was like the no, most no, no, loved military the president only, ever. This is the why wouldn't you mention this is that? The only that's a huge Joe he... Biden bullshit. Fucking like, let's fucking smash this guy. I understand. That's, that 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 was a fucking right cross to the fucking button, and he didn't even say it. He's talking about Mar-a-Lago. All right, so we, we just got, got a phone call. We got a phone call. That's we why had, it's a little interrupted. We had Let's, to interrupt the podcast. No, but maybe we get back to certain topics. Yeah. Well, I mean, the po- the, the the interruption was this: a friend of ours who's going to be on the podcast soon. He uh, doesn't want to be named yet, but he's got a killer app. It's on the app store, I think, for Google and iPhone. But um, it's an election integrity app. And uh, we were just invited down down Arizona uh, for the election. Because we, in Ari- you know, Arizona's going to have some fucked up shit. But I do want to get back to topic, because we were talking about uh, the most important news topic of the week. And for me, it was the anniversary of 8-26-21 when we lost our service members for no fucking reason in Afghanistan. And we were talking about Trump not addressing it on social media. And we were talking about uh, what I did over the weekend to recognize it. So I ran the Hood to Coast Relay over the weekend, which is a 196-mile relay you do with a team. I put in 18 miles of running myself, and my first leg, which was 7.25 miles, I did it carrying an American flag. (laughs) And Hood to Coast is not easy. It's like, if they call it the mother of all relays, sponsored by Nike. I'm wearing the Hood to Coast Nike shirt right now that I picked up. And um, I figured that was the least I could do to least recognize in a meaningful way 
what happened a year ago. And um, got a lot of honks. Like, because I was running on the side of the road. And uh, we, my leg was through Sandy, Oregon. Which, by the way, thank you, Sandy, Oregon. You guys are very patriotic. I got a lot of honks. Thank you, thank yous, and all sorts of stuff. Hood to Coast has about 60,000 participants. And it was one of the most incredible things I've probably ever done in my life. However, it wasn't about me. It wasn't about what we did. It was more or less, this is what we're going to do. It's really hard because we recognize that our service members do a harder job. And this is the closest taste we're going to get to it. Basically, what we did was a, was a fucking military operation. A lot of logistics. A lot of fighting the pavement. But we did it. And uh, I'm just upset that no one else put in the extra mile. And uh, the least anybody could have done is put it on their social media, which, unfortunately, my only knock on Trump in the probably this entire podcast is that he didn't even mention it that day. The FBI is all over his shit. I understand he's distracted. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I was a little bummed out about that. Um... Biden did that. Exactly. Could have been a right cross Biden, in the fucking eye. Biden should have been the guy. Trump should have just mentioned it. It would have been a fucking sweet right cross online. Yeah. You know, Trump should start a podcast. Biden's the president. Trump should start a podcast. Not a bad idea. I don't know why he doesn't. Well. If someone sat down with him for an hour once a week, that would be more popular than Joe Rogan ever. Maybe it's down the road. He needs to do it. Well, I don't know if it's good to do it if you're going to run for president in 2024. He can run his campaign however he wants, and I understand sometimes less is more. He's already realized he's going to be censored. Podcasts would be a great way, especially if you did it like how... Um, what, on Spotify? No, how Ted Cruz does it. Michael Knowles is the host, right? Yeah. Am I right about it? I don't know. I haven't listened to enough. Uh, it's called... What is Ted Cruz's podcast? Justice or something like that. Just Dessert? No, what the fuck is... Justice Serve? No, Verdict. Verdict. Ted Cruz is a lawyer, so he's like to use some lawyer talk. Well, but Verdict is a very good podcast, and Michael Knowles is awesome. Ted Cruz is very smart, great constitutional lawyer. I get a lot out of him, but uh, he can't be the only play player in the game. Neither can us. We need, we need, we need the king. Talking about talking about the player in the game, um, the Daily Wire. Yeah, big player in the game. Uh, they're like five or six as far as podcasts. And uh, they have a huge network, huge they, network, and they've been around a while. Yeah. And uh, they went to this 
podcast forum, like uh, some place that's trying to represent all the podcasts. So they uh, rented a space in this hall, like a studio. No, not like a studio. It's like a, con- a convention. But a place to do the podcast. No, they just meet and greet. Oh. They were doing a podcast. People look. And uh, guess who showed up? Ben Shapiro. Nice. And uh, it's probably wearing his yarmulke or whatever. <laughs> yeah. He's, <laughs> the little he's hat an Orthodox thing. Jew. But uh, people were walking up to him and uh, thanking him and like, can I get a picture with you? And he's like, yeah, sure, great. He goes, hey, I appreciate the support. And some libtard took a picture, took a picture and sent it to the, uh, the committee that's running this thing and said she was offended. Like, how could you let a person like this? And... People are happy to see them. They're just like, hey, thanks for what you're doing. You know, can I take a picture? And he was obliged. And then he left. And uh, the people that are running this deal is like, "Um, we're sorry you were offended by uh, a certain person, obviously. We know who the person is. Gotta worry about the guy with the head thing. But uh, he went in there and did a great thing. He uh, met a lot of people that were happy to see him, and he left. And uh, the place that's running it is like, we're sorry you're offended. I'm sorry from this point on. If anybody's offended by anything... Why would you be sorry? No. You're just speaking your mind. From this point on... You should not be sorry. Well... You're about to apologize. No. Don't I'm do just that. Saying, I'm just saying I'm going to apologize beforehand. Because I know I'll, Why? I'm going to offend people. So you should not deal care. with it. No, but deal with it. It's like me right. and you playing a golf game. Or a, any sort of game. We're going to talk shit. That's human nature. It's I mean, part part of the fun of life. It's part of the fun of life. Probably gonna, shit. I'm probably gonna call you a faggot next six well, we, months. We just know it's not true. So well, say what you guys say. People, the, the, the the audience will be the judge. Well, back in the day, language meant language. It's weird. Like I don't know the whole. Dictionary is being rewritten. It I is. Mean. It is. I do want, while we have a, a quick second, give a shout out to Amber Richardson. She just sent me a text about uh, some friends of hers that have a movie screening. And it is called. Oh, look at this. It's called Selection Code. Sounds like you need readers. I do. I'm getting old. (laughs) Yeah, I'm old. But I want to get this out. Uh, 
you can buy tickets, you can YouTube search or Google search Go selection code. Selection codes, I mean, if you've watched 2000 Mules, it is very similar. And there's a website called Selection Code AZ, Selection Code AZ.com. Check that shit out. Uh, we also have um, an important guest coming up regarding election integrity. We'll probably be talking about this shit a lot over the next few months because November's coming up. It's August. It's almost September, right? So we're getting into like two more months before shit starts to go down. Um, everybody's going to be paying very close to the election uh, if there's fraud or not. A lot of uh, uh, poll watchers, I'm sure, are going to double this year, especially hopefully on our side. And uh, yeah, you should just educate yourself on what what vulnerabilities we have with our uh, elections. So electioncode.az.com, great video. 2000 Mules, uh, Dinesh D'Souza, <coughs> another great one. And um, Mike Lindell is doing a lot with election integrity. Um, he just had a huge summit last weekend. Um, my pillow guy? Yeah, dude, he's huh. way involved. Get a pillow. Yeah, he wants you to buy pillows. Support too. him too. So, yeah, support support Mike Lindell. He's actually a pretty nice guy. I support Americans. Well, yeah, he's an American that makes American-made products that are manufactured here. Somebody's got to pay for this uh, handout we just gave to college kids. Yeah, Mike Lindell is going to be one of them because he's probably in that top one percent, and. Um, I don't oh, know. by the way, don't forget about the uh, eighty-seven thousand IRS agents. Oh, they, oh, you know they're coming to a street near you. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. They keep saying that. Well, I thought we weren't going to get taxed extra unless you made four hundred thousand dollars or less. Mike Lindell makes more than five hundred four hundred thousand. Well, no, but. Who are those 87,000 IRS agents going, going after? after? Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd say a blue collar. Because we're already paying out the white we have collars. A, we have college a debt. country of 350 million people. 87,000 more agents. I guarantee there's more than 87,000 millionaires in the United States. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not worried about them coming after me. No, they're... Definitely coming after the little guy because you let can't you know. hire. We'll lawyer. talk about it on the podcast for well, sure. You can't if they hire come after me. And I think eighty-seven thousand agents would you be gotta file better your taxes. off. You got to file your taxes. I think eighty-seven thousand agents on the southern border would actually do better for America. Eighty-seven thousand agents in schools would do better. How about that? <sighs> Put them in our schools. Would you be if you had kids? You don't have kids. I don't have kids either. I'm listening. But if I had kids, I would be very okay at my son or daughter's elementary school if there was an armed guard. I would be very okay with that. Right now, I'd be better. I would be more happy if my kids were homeschooled. <laughs> yeah, but are you a good no, teacher? No, no. <laughs> no. Well. We'll figure this shit out. I mean, it's, uh, it can't get any worse. No. But the thing <laughs> is, why don't you send those 87,000 agents that you said, hey, 
you're an IRS agent. They bought a whole bunch of ammunition and guns, armed them, and they said part of your job was on the recruitment thing on uh, I saw the internet. Video. That's bullshit, was, by the way. Was, no, it said no, it is. It's you bullshit. should be able to. What's bullshit? You're you talking about that training video where they had the fake guns. Are you talking about that? No, I'm talking about. Uh, what is going on now? No, I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> What are you talking about? I'm talking about that on the application. Oh, the application. You, you got to be ready to use a firearm, shoot somebody, kill somebody. And they're That's asking like, if you're okay with that. But, but, well, who are you going to kill? That well, owes taxes. Hold on, hold on. Don't they got to be alive who, to pay who taxes? Is, who is more? IRS is <laughs> no, 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 no one. No, but the cops can't even shoot anybody right now. Think about that. An IRS agent yeah, right. can shoot you at your front door, but I'm, I'm a cop cannot even story. chase a criminal that's running down on the street with a stolen woman's purse. I'm about to debunk this story just a little bit. What story? The, the story you're talking about, 87,000 tax agents coming after They just hired them. Right. What I'm trying to tell you is... What are you debunking? The odds are so against you getting... A, an IRS agent coming to your house, even if you didn't nope. file for seven years like you did. No, but I have filed. You did. You did eventually because well, you're a good they American. They kept more of my money. I just didn't want it back. You, you, you're a good I American. I was trying to help you out the caught, fucking You're a good American. You got caught up. You realize your mistake and you're just like, I got to fix this and you did. Well, put it this way. Uh, let's say for four years I didn't file taxes because I was just pissed off. And uh, I worked, and I guarantee you, in those four years, I probably had like four grand coming back, eight grand each year. I just didn't care. I was like, you got, you guys are bitching about money. Here's four. Here's here's a grand each year. And what are you gonna come after me because of taxes I paid? No, they're gonna kind of come after me after my father passes away, and says, well. That's not your house. That's his house. I'm like, well... We're going to take that there, house from you. There's a will. Because it goes to you, and you owe a shitload of money. I don't owe any money. Now now you don't. No, I never have. Because you always probably made money on your tax returns. Did you get any money back when you actually filed? Or did I they, always got or, money back. What I'm asking was when you went on I your hiatus... Huh? I claim the lowest okay, all when, the time. But when you eventually caught up, did you get broke off or mm. or did you get nothing? Or did you have to owe? What I had to pay is because uh, unemployment came after me. Yeah. And they said... Uh, I had that happen too in 2020. And they were like, well, three years, you never look for a job. And I go, well, I take the same layoff from my my boss every year, my owner, my company. You still have to report that you're looking for jobs. And uh, you're calling the same employer and asking if there's a job available. You got to do that. No, I did that for like four or five years. Because I'm in a seasonal they asked you for job. your papers. Didn't have them, did you? You weren't doing it. Well, that's why they came after you. You got to do your part. Uh, I did my part earlier and, uh, I realized that like nobody in the golf industry 
in Washington is hiring in November, December, and January. <laughs> so in Washington State. No. So that's my field of expertise. So um, why call? They're not hiring. So I could, I could they literally don't know that. no. You do. They don't. That's why. That's they're why, going. That's why they came after you. They're they're going by a number system, and they're like, "Why have you? Well, you you work retail. Why don't you go try to work for Best Buy? Because it's like, well, yeah, right. I'm gonna go back to the company that I've been with for 17 years, 20 yeah. years. This happens every year, and uh, it's just part of the industry. And so now, and and the thing is, we've never really messed with it. It's like majority of the sales staff take a uh, month layoff. So one guy takes one month, another guy, next guy takes in a month, and another month, another month. Four months, you get through the uh, winter, you're back into the season. Right. So we always done that. And then, so there was three years where I just didn't Maybe I did. Maybe I did, and they just didn't like it. I don't know. I always tried to go along with it, but I could see m- myself like just not doing it. And they're like, "You owe us nine grand, ninety-seven hundred bucks." Wow. Yeah. I owed them twenty-five, and I fought it, and I won. Twenty-five bucks. Twenty-five thousand. Yeah. I won. Maybe I should have fought. I just sat there and said, nah, this shit sucks. How much? 97,000? 9,700. I owed him 25,000. Well, you didn't have to pay. I paid. That's why I fought so hard. I don't have 25,000 to just give back to the fucking state of Washington. I wish I had your lawyer. I was my own lawyer. You should hire me. Hire me. Hey, everybody. If you live in Washington State and you're having unemployment issues, uh, (laughs) give me a call. We'll have a, you know consulting fee and uh, we'll talk about it because I, I can get you off totally can get you off there's like six stages Do of you need a unemployment uh, appeal and I made it through all of them so it's outside consultation yeah, I'm lawyer. just going to consult you, you outside can, you can you can pay me cash or write a check to me personally my name Are is you on looking the for an envelope full of money yeah yeah well there you yeah go. from people that are getting fucked by the government. I mean, I'll help you. I'll, like, I'll tell you what I know. Hey, I'll give you an hour. I'll tell you what I know. When the government goes gangster, maybe you they should. They already take. are going gangster. What oh. are you talking about? They just hired 87,000 more gangsters. Watch out who you open the door when they knock. Don't 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 answer. Don't well, answer your phone either. They'll just kick it in. Guns pulled. Not for the those money. Guys, not, not, those guys. Not if you oh. Like less than an, a million dollars oh, in taxes. Come on. You think they're coming after oh, someone that owns ten thousand dollars in taxes? Oh, totally, totally. Because they can't fight ten thousand. They can't fight that case. Is it worth their case. time? Is it worth ten thousand? So think about this. So in let's say. So hold on. Effort that hold they got to put in. I appreciate that conversation, but let's say a guy owes uh, five million taxes. That's. I would think s- about. I this. would send several agents on that. No, think about this. They're gonna. That guy's gonna get a high price lawyer. Fight it for a while. Right. And then That's why it takes a hundred agents no, on that guy. And then that agency is gonna be like it's like it's not worth it. How about we go for 
guys won't pay or fight. How back. about we go for two hundred thousand people that only owe ten grand? Low hanging fruit. Well, because they're not going to fight it because it would cost them more lawyers fees, and so they're just going to pay shit. it. I'll give you. I'll give That's you. That's all I got to say. Touche. Uh, you're probably right about that. There's some sort of algorithm that they figure out who's what, who's the most vulnerable in, in society. The strong always wins, and the, well, the strong is the ones with the money. The government is the, government. the one with the money. No, the 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 people with the money. Everybody in this you see country. the stock. You see the fucking Dow Jones. You see Nasdaq go down. It's a down. good time to invest right now. No, well, not really. Buy. Let it let, no. Let it fully fall. It's gonna fall way more. Keep your eyes peeled. It's a over good the next and time year. to invest. Keep in, your eyes uh, peeled over I, no, the next year. It's good time to invest in like uh, foods that you can store for like twenty five years. We're gonna be in might, this shit. Might, for... might be a good time to invest in um, grocery stores because that's where the food comes from for most people. They're I, not gonna get any. I know, but they're the ones that have it. You want to invest in anything? Invest in what fertilizer. What do you got bringing your fucking beef and your milk? It's not gonna be there for long. What I'm asking you: Where do you get your food? Safeway, okay. Costco. Okay. And what happens the, when they don't have food? No. Then what? Where do they get their food from? Supply chain. Where do they get them from? A farm. Butchers and, and farms then, that and they then make you connections got these, with. And then you got these farms that can't get fertilizer anymore yeah. because it's too expensive. Right. And the farmers are already saying, watch out for winter and fall. I heard about this on a job site, actually, months ago, that there was going to be a huge, huge, uh, huge uh, food shortage starting this month in August. I haven't seen a food shortage happen yet, and his reasoning behind the food shortage what had nothing to do with politics. It was like some major uh, distribution centers got Did, fucking arsoned or burnt down. Do you remember the uh, baby food shortage? Yeah. Okay. Um, and there was a couple of shortages before that, and the baby food shortage is still not figured out. Yeah. So it's it's... It's called it's a, a blender, trickle parents. down effect. It's a trickle down effect. We are seeing signs that you need safe food, like food that you can keep in container and have the boiling MRIs water. No, seriously. I mean, the food goes down, the electricity goes down. What are you gonna do? I mean, we are still the strongest nation in the world. But we're showing a lot of flaws. And there are people that are going to survive because if we sit there and just think we just need windmills and fucking solar panels and we don't need any fossil fuels and coal, and then the other countries are going to do that, they're going to blow past us. And then we're just like, you should really worry about the environment. They don't care about the environment. And the thing is, we do, but we overemphasize. It's like the world's not going anywhere. It's only a difference if we as humans go somewhere. But the thing is, they've been talking about global warming, global freezing, originally global freezing for 30 years. Right. Al Gore is like, everything's going to be underwater. Whoa, why did Barack Obama buy something on Martha's Vineyards? right on the coast, right 
at the water level? The number one answer to that is what you showed me a long time ago. I want to say it was 2016. Dan Pena was like, if Donald Trump becomes the president, he's going to rock the fucking world. And then he also said, almost in the same breath, is like, hey, fuck global warming. It's a uh, bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit. Do you think these banks would finance? Would loan out multi-million dollar buildings. Billion dollar properties in For Miami. insurance. It's going to end up underwater, people. Do you think that's any, any value to anybody? No. So why does the banks fucking finance it? Because they know better. They know better. They ask everybody. They play both sides. Anything has to do with money, they figured it out already. You know what's really bad about knowing better? Is that global cooling, global warming has been a myth for 30, 40 years. Yeah. But every new generation that comes in, they're like, oh my God, they're so scared. And then you get older and you're just like, fuck, it's, it's hot in summer. And then it's might see a little snow in winter. And then somebody's yelling out global warming. And I'm like, it's December. Like, it's We get the wackiest fuck. weather here in Washington State. Like the wackiest probably in the country because sometimes it'll rain and then it'll be sunny. Like the springtime is crazy around here. It could be 80 degrees or it could be fucking 45 degrees and raining. Am I wrong about that? You're never wrong, but it's probably due to global warming. But it's been like that my whole life. <laughs> Hawaii's wacky too. It'll rain for 10 minutes and then all of a sudden it's Florida sunny. does the same thing. Yeah. So it I mean, rains for an hour and then it's done. So it's been like that for centuries. Certain areas get floods and then summer areas are just straight dry. I mean, that's called geography. I mean, like, what do you think? Like, in the seasons, the seasons. Jesus Christ, they call them spring. What did they call them? Fall, winter, spring, summer. Yes. I and mean, that's a circle. Those are the four. And seasons. then people freak out when the temperature New Year happens. We've been around the sun 365 days, endured four seasons. And guess what? Sometimes they change. That's what season. You ever hear the music about seasons? Mm. Duh. All right. We're going to take a quick ad break because Diggler and I need another white claw. And we'll be right back with you. You move back. All there. right, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, we had to take a short break and uh, we are refueled and ready to go. So, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, well, I'm, the only reason you mentioned that because I was telling Danny at the break that I had just, I'm a big, first of all, I'm a big audiobook fan. Audible.com, a lot of great books. Um, on Trump and from people you, you know. However, Matthew McConaughey, uh, he's thinking about running for governor of Texas. At least he's mentioned it once or twice. I don't know how serious he's about it or if he's got a shot in hell, but he's got a new book out called Green Lights. And I listened to it. It's pretty good. It's, about, it's, it's more about having a positive spirit and writing your own destiny. Because everything that's happened to that guy is literally just by being himself. 
it's a pretty incredible story with a lot of green lights. Green light. That's what he says. His life has always been filled with green lights. Like, like, how, we, it, like how he got in his first acting job. He just met the guy at the hotel bar. Yeah, shit like that. I mean... It's total shit like that. Like he said, he's always been himself. Yeah, he's just always himself. He's like the cool guy all of us would like to hang out with. Right. Like, you're stuck with me, <laughs> but if you could replace me with Matthew McConaughey, you'd be like, Yeah, late. It'd be, be over. Sorry, you're fired, Diggs. Matthew the McConaughey is my new co-host. The only bad, bad thing with Matthew McConaughey is that his best friend that he jogged with all the time was Lance Armstrong for a while. Really? I did not know that. He didn't uh, even mention that in the book, by the way. Why would you uh, mention something like that when you are such a cool guy? You know what he said in the book was that he, um, so he got the role in, was that, uh, Days and Confused? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. You know what I like about high Somebody, school girls? They stay. I get older and they, they stay, stay the, same the same age. Anyway, that was his first break. And he goes, I was that guy in high school that had a truck. I had a, a CB radio with a megaphone on top, and I would go to my high school and, and talk shit to, like, you know, like, he was that guy. And that was the perfect role for him. It, it was him developing his skills when he was younger. I mean, I look at our podcast, and I look at it as, like, a trial type of thing like we're learning we're learning how to do this we we started this because of covid we've been we, at this we, for we two years over we two couldn't years. hang out yeah but we couldn't hang out with each other and so we just started this and as we've been doing that i don't know about you but i think both of us i mean obviously you've been sharpening your skills with editing and and then i've been trying to figure out topics um point of direction I mean, you get all you get all the uh, guests. You have a talent for that. Well, the talent for that is our social media. Uh, we have a really good following on Getter, and most of our guests come from Getter. Um, and the mutual connections that we have with the people that we've had on. So, like, I will get another shout-out to Amber. She's been very uh, generous with some of her connections. So we've got some very special guests coming up soon. Uh, uh, again, um, we have a fellow who developed a sweet election integrity app that we're going to have on very soon, and we're going to do a podcast live on Election Day in Arizona. We just got the invite today. So it's been a fun journey. Joe Kent. What's up? Yeah, and Joe Ken, our 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 first ever congressional person on the podcast. He won his primary and he's Trump endorsed and he's going on to the big show, which he should win by a landslide. So we're we're very pumped about Joe. He's on Steve Bannon all the time, he's on Tucker Carlson, you've probably seen him, but he's the Army Ranger that's uh, run for Congress here in Washington's third district. I'm just really pumped that we've seen the direction the country will go. <laughs> yeah, we're talking to people that are doing, you know, moving, they're moving and shaking. I mean, Amber was running for governor in Oregon. Yeah. Now, 
We love Amber. The problem in Oregon is so liberal. It is so liberal. She called it, what she call it, a selection election? I told, I thought they said she had, she had to move out, like, Governor Whitmore over at uh, New York. She's telling all the Republicans, 4.5 million of them, move to Florida. Do you hear that today? I would rather you guys move to Ohio. <laughs> it is a swing state or Michigan. No, she was kicking out the Republicans. That's what I'm saying. The, you Republicans moved to Michigan, Ohio, Wisconsin, the, those major swing it, states that are within movable range. I don't know what's up there. I know there's some great hunting. Ted Nugent, north northern Michigan, on the other side of the lake. It's kind of connected to Wisconsin. If you talk, look at about, map. talk about Michigan, the Great Lakes. I just found a stat today that the Great Lakes holds 20% of the world's fresh water. I believe that's true. The I, Great Lakes are huge. It blew my mind. That could be one of the reasons that uh, people started exploring this place. They're looking for more fresh water. It's not going to run out. There's plenty of that shit here in America. We have a lot of water. They didn't have GPS back then. Yeah, they had Magellan. Magellan. Like the real Magellan. The guy. <laughs> he was navigating by the stars. But shit, I don't know. Like fucking... You know who they also had back then? No, no sort of dramas. You listen to a lot of his uh, predictions. Yeah. Yeah. What is he going to say about the 2024 election? Is DeSantis going to win or is it going to be Trump? <laughs> I think it's going to be Trump. Well, I think it's going to be both. I think it could be both too. I really do. I really, uh, I think that's a unstoppable ticket. It's going to be like Harris and Biden where they're both running for president but whoever the winner is is going to select the other. Well, Trump will never be vice president so Trump wins. He's, you know his number one selection is not Pence. It's going to be DeSantis. Or you know someone else that's popular in the community. I mean, it could be a lot of different people, but I great, think it's great gut fold. Could you imagine a ticket with Trump? Press and secretary, Gutfeld? press oh. secretary. Oh, he'd be great. Press secretary. You got to give him. Got to give him a little. He's short. You got to give him a little stance. Give him a stand by the podium. Because if awesome. he walked up to a normal podium, hey, it'd be like that level. That Larissa Birdseye over there, a stand in her friends. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Old, but, uh, old podcast guest Larissa Birdseye, shout out, love your music. She played uh, here on your block here a couple years on, ago on my birthday, yeah. two years ago, twenty twenty. Yeah, look up that episode, people. Good She's times. Talked about chopping out of uh, appendage. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe she's working for the Children's Hospital now. She's a feminist. She's no. She's talking she's about chopping, awesome. chopping dicks off. No, she's not. She's she just wants to make great music. I think so too. But she wrote this song about an ex-boyfriend. She was really pissed at, and she had every reason to be pissed off by him. She, she hoped you die on your birthday or 
puke on your birthday or get your dick chopped off on your birthday, something like that. It was a very e evil song, but very upbeat. So I give her that. I'm just glad that it was Tricks you. like a different guy. Like, because it was my birthday when she was singing that song. Yeah, he's I like, like I, I want to request a song. She goes, okay, I got one for you. And she played, on my you, birthday. I hope you die on your birthday or something like that. It's <laughs> a great song. So that was uh, dedicated to Diggler. You know what? I didn't even get offended. She came over, sat on our porch, did she a podcast. Played tuned, a song live on the podcast. Tuned. Tuned, uh, tuned my guitar. Yeah, your guitar. And uh, she was awesome. Pretty special. We would like to have more musicians playing some music on the podcast. So if you're a musician and you vote for our side, let's have the Pallets of Ballots guy. I like him. I would love him to, even if it was over the phone, Pallets of Ballots guy. It's about to be November again. Am I the only one? <laughs> you think Aaron Lewis? Hey, well, how about Kid Rock? I mean, so many people. Kid Rock, come no, on the show. No, well, we're your kind of show, Kid Rock. I don't even worry about this. We already had Ted to Nugent, like, do a little shadow. That was cool, but yeah, we're, we had, we're, we, had we're, we had we had Uncle Ted and Don Junior give a shout outs on our hundred show. Look that shit up. Hundred show, totally corrupt. You'll find it's at the first feed. Very, very sweet message from Uncle Ted. And some very discouraging message from Nick DiPaolo at the end of that show. I love Nick. <laughs> hey, Nick, Nick. DiPaolo, we, lo we love your show. I love Nick. You're a big I, inspiration. Jesus Christ, you're at 102 show. You're at your 100 shoot. You're at your 100 show. Good luck making it to 103. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> All right, Nick DePaul, we're on 131 right now. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, hey, we still love you. We still love you. I, I'd i buy that guy a couple of beers. I'll, I'll tell you that. Buy him a shot. Oh. Let's, let's, let's drink together next time in Florida. Uh, dilly dilly. Nick DePaul. Yeah. All right, well, we're getting closer to the end of this show. What... Uh, been on your mind for the past week other than Biden's 10,000 no what stories grabbed a hold of you anything what? I wouldn't say stories I would say uh, me walking to the grocery store and uh, going to Costco looking around checking shit out like that's what gets me nervous. It's like somebody that might be uh, getting ready to, should we say, a criminal activity. What are you saying? Should we profile people? What are you saying? I, I profile everybody. I profile so, you. <laughs> profile I profile me? my what? dad. Yeah. I mean. He's a little wobbly. I gotta fucking make sure I'm there to catch him if he needs to kind of fall. So I profile him. And then I see a guy that walks into uh, my shop with his pants hanging underneath his ass. And he's with. Uh, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. I mean, there's... Back in my day, it was called loss prevention. Now it's called profiling. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know, loss prevention is you're like, who should be shopping there? What type of people are going to buy products from the store rather than grab a whole bunch of products and run out the door? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's amazing when you profile people it's not a racist or anything they get the best customer service you would ever see like there's four employees around them we ignore everybody else in the store where it's like how you doing what do you got you know what are you looking for oh let's just get you in and out let me you know what do you want and then they feel intimidated like they intimidate us because I would rather deal with paying customers rather than somebody that's going to go grab something and run out the front door. You know? Right. You, you got to pay attention to them because they like to walk in with cell phones and act like nobody's watching them. We're watching you. We watch everybody in the store. There's people that were trustworthy and stole from us. You know what I mean? Profiling is part of marketing. It's part of life. It's part of uh, the original when we climbed out of the trees. And when you look at something that's vague, you normally see, like, eyes. Because it's a reaction to always looking out for predators. If, if we want to be, believe this whole uh, evolution, we came from monkeys. If you want to believe evolution. So you'd be more scared of a predator. Or you could believe you came from God and, and uh, there are genders and uh, you're either born a man or a woman. And we can't change that. I think that, um, yeah, profiling, are you man or a woman? That's legit. What kind of class of human are you? You know, like, I, that's what people fig- try to figure out about each other. I love it when they have the uh, police suspect, and they're like, he's 6'5", uh, 240. Uh, Wearing a hoodie. Um, we can't really talk about his race. Talk about like, it, everything else. Like two days later, it comes out. Oh yeah, he's. Uh... It happens all the time, man. Like especially in Seattle. Like I mean, Third Avenue and Pike has been a shitload of shootings this year. It's not a great place. It's but it's also a very busy place. And they'll say like, oh, this guy started shooting, killed fucking three people. He was wearing this. He was 6'6", 240, and wearing a jacket. But they won't say if he was white, black, male, female, nothing. Because they're afraid. It's unbelievable. Especially when you hear it on the news. As Matt Walsh would say, what is a female? Like, what should I be looking out here for people? Should I be looking out for... um, you know, a Hispanic woman or an Indian-born woman who went ape shit. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to look for someone who's six six, two forty, 
and wearing a black jacket with saggy pants. Who am I talking Which about? They probably threw away the black jacket as they're running away into a garbage bin. Maybe. Well, if you know you're not going to get caught. Maybe. Nobody's going to pursue you on foot. I don't the know. police department. The cop, the cops, profiling is part of their job. It always is. They want to know. But they want you like, to think like that profiling Tacoma. is racist, and profiling is not racist. It's just common sense. It's called street sense. Here in Tacoma, if I told you that there was some crazy person talking some whack-ass shit at the 72nd uh, Fred Meyer off of Pacific, he's just talking crazy as a white male. White what day of the week is mi- it? Middle 40s. It's, it's fucking 2 a.m. on a Wednesday. Is that person white or black? Could be Mexi or Jew. I'm gonna I'm gonna call, I, I, I'm, gonna call I, I, I'm gonna call that person white. Well, it could be a white tweaker. Exactly. You could be a white tweaker on the head. And I guess I'm supposed to be white, even though I'm a little bit of German and Norwegian and Czechoslovakian. Which are all white, by the way. Well, I'm a little bit more Indian than uh, uh, Warren. All right, poke on us. Oh. <laughs> can't believe she went to college on a scholarship for an indigenous people. <laughs> indigenous f- folks. Uh, Here, unlock your phone. Let's, uh, let's close this fucker out with some good music. What do you got for us? Anything? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You gotta, oh, shit. There's something on Hunter Biden. I don't know. Let me, uh, figure it out. Uh, what do you know about Hunter Biden these days? He's, uh-huh. he, he Why doesn't use he a make laptop it? anymore? He, he should get back to flip phones. Back, yeah. <laughs> That'd be the best way of getting his family out of legal trouble. Yeah, Just go exactly. Back to flip. Technology did not work out well for him. Yeah, he needs to not touch no. anything that's connected. Could you to imagine internet. him with a, like a solar-powered car? Yeah, just just Bro. don't ever get a Tesla. Drive an old-school manual, fucking whatever. Get a, no Fiat. get a Fiat. Get a Fiat. No, don't Just, get a Fiat. That's not uh, made in America. Well, Can't do that. I don't even think you can buy many. Of according to uh, California, by 2035, I think you cannot buy a gas piled uh, a Power gas powered car anymore. That's gonna make a lot of people piss, and I don't think yeah. that that's gonna end up being a thing. Hey, uh, you ready for the outro? Sure. Play it. Play it. Put it right here. Well, you're probably going to have to deal with the skipping. Here we go. We got it done. Fade it in. What you got? All right. Right on. Is this mine? Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, listening to the show and uh, following us on social media, True Social and Getter at Totally Corrupt and make sure that you're hitting the subscribe button on Spotify. That really helps us out. Honestly, that's my favorite number to watch. So please hit subscribe on Spotify. We love you very much. We keep seeing people subscribe to us every week. So it's uh, it, it pleases our hearts. It pleases our hearts. But uh, with, I think that's all we got for you today. And uh, we're going to leave you with this corn uh, song as we go out. So here we go. Bye. You got any corn?
I'm hungry. <laughs>